Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. It was about a year after I had quit my work at the university. I'd started a tech startup, struggling away, getting everything going. Um, It's an incredible experience. I think everyone should go through it because you'll never forget it. And it uh, definitely knocks you off your high horse starting a startup. But uh, I was on a trip canoeing and rafting down the Kootenai River with a few of my friends. It's an annual tradition. We take our kids into the backcountry and go down our river and teach them how to navigate the river and how to live in the woods for a bit. Anyhow, we went down on this trip and I was talking to this person about how much I was working in my previous role, which when I started, I worked a lot. And I thought I would share some of what she taught me as well as what I had learned throughout those those first 13 years and actually the careers that I was involved in before that and how I looked at work because I think there's something there to that could help you as you think through your journey towards leading lightly as you try and find ways to get your time back or how you're going to use your time. When I started as an excavator operator, it was a very hard job to become an excavator operator. A lot of people become skid steer operators and maybe backhoe, but very few end up digging basements as an excavator operator. I was the youngest excavator operator for the company that I was working in, but how I did it was quite costly to me. You see, what I realized was I needed to look at my hours different. So what I started to do was I asked my bosses how long jobs would take. I knew that I wasn't good enough to to do it within that time. So although my hourly rate might have been a couple hours less than a top excavator operator, a couple bucks an hour, I was still trying to make sure that I was respecting the timeframes that they were giving me. What this meant for me was if I was told a job would take about 16 hours to complete, I would complete it on my timesheet in 16 hours. This was super important to me because even if it took me 22 because I was still learning how to operate, I did it in 16 hours. People kept asking me why I used so much more fuel. The truth is that I used a lot more fuel when I was learning how to be an excavator operator because I was working more hours, even though I wasn't putting them on my timesheet. You see, what I started to see was if I put my hours in according to what I was told it should take, I wasn't taking, uh, I wasn't acting like I deserved more. I, I wasn't pushing my boundaries of my boss and making them bite the bullet of me learning a new skill. This has paid off dividends in most of my life. When I started being a, when I started welding, pipe fitting, all of those jobs, if I knew I screwed up and I took quite a bit longer than my boss had expected, I would write those hours off. Now, I'm not saying everyone should do this, but it, but what I saw in doing so was I had way more opportunities than everyone around me. It's kind of like my little secret. I Yeah, I used a little bit more fuel when I was running an excavator, but eventually I got the jobs to the place where I could do them within the hours that they had expected. 
And for me, that's kind of like jumping between hourly and salary is once I could do them within timeframes expected, if I could exceed that, it gave me a little bit of a slack. So now I'm just getting paid for the job, no matter how long it took me. This mindset carried over as I got into management. When I worked on the front desk at the outdoor center, I was so slow. People around me were doing two or three work orders for every one work order. However, when I finished the work order, that person trusted me completely. He would, or he or she would reach out to me the next time they were in if they could say hi. And I knew their kids. I knew everything about them and what they liked about the outdoor center, why they were there, what trip they were doing. How And I would leverage that to figure out ways to make the outdoor center a better place. This didn't help me when I was a front desk staff member. I was slow. I had to count my gear orders numerous times. And I saw these other people just wrap through order after order after order. So I was very inefficient in that role. However, when I became the director, actually the youth coordinator there, I got into a position where at the beginning, again, I had to donate my hours. I I just kept working more and more hours because I didn't know how to use these systems. I didn't, I'd never hired or fired or done any of those things before. I had had a lot of education, but I'd never done it. And doing it is a lot different than learning about it or learning from somebody who doesn't do it on a daily basis. So I had to learn all these things. I remember there was nights when I started uh, as the director, I, I, there was nights where I even slept in my office. I'd grab the sleeping bags out of the rental area and sleep in the office because I had never done a full budget before. I had never dealt with performance reviews before. But eventually what happened was I was able to start speeding all those processes up. Eventually, I got to the place where I could run the whole operation for way less hours. And I started to realize that the value of my time was going up exponentially. Even though I was donating early, near the end, I was able to to do way more work with way less time. And that is the purpose of leading lightly. But back to this canoeing trip and this friend that I met on this trip, I was talking to her about all of the hours I was working when I was starting out. And she said, I can't believe you would volunteer those hours for this organization. I had never thought about it this way. I'd always thought of just doing my job. But she saw it as any access of it in hours. Once I knew how to do my job, I don't think she was talking about when I was learning. But once I knew how to do my job, how many extra hours was I donating to the organization? And on beyond that, she kind of asked, well, isn't there other causes that you would like to donate your skills and your time to other than, in this case, the university? I had never thought it through that way. I just knew the more they put under me, like once I crossed a thousand staff, uh, part-time and full-time staff throughout the year, I just had to do more of the same. It's just more miles. So I had to put in more hours. It was not worth the time, the money increase I was getting paid to just do more of the same. But her perspective made me think through everything that I had been considering when I had this volunteer mentality. I'd never seen my extra hours as a volunteer, but what could have happened to me was I could have ramped that up and just continued working extra hours as my skills got better and better. 
but I did the opposite. The truth is, for the last couple years, I was able to make up for a lot of the previous years of my work. I worked way less hours than I had previously done because I'd refined all these systems. I'd, you know, you go through three or four reorgs and, and rebuilds, you know what you're doing, and you can do it an awful lot faster than the first one. Even if you get the best training, it takes practice to learn these techniques and apply them on a daily basis so that you get better at your job. It's not as easy as you think. Even if you learn one of these concepts, you have to practice it for weeks so that it becomes natural. You have to test it. Maybe it won't work for you. But you got to think about how, where are you volunteering your hours? Your time is worth something. Are you going to give every single hour you have, every ounce of energy, all of your good ideas to one organization that you're leading? I don't believe in the fact that people say that, oh, once you're the manager, you got to outwork everybody. You have to outthink everybody. You have to be working on year four or five when your whole team are working on the current and the now issues. Maybe your managers are working on a, a year out, but you're four or five years out. So when you get rewarded for something that was achieved, you should have known that that achievement was going to happen three years earlier because you'd already planned it out. You got to get yourself to a place where you're ahead and there's steps to get there. But remember that your time is worth something. And where are you going to volunteer your time? Is it all going to be for your job? There's one other benefit to not giving everything you have to your work, and that's perspective. I had an issue that I could not figure out. I actually had a boss that did the same thing all the time. And because I was working so hard, I just continually tried to, to fix the problem with how my boss manages. I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. I kept thinking it was my problem. And then I went on a vacation for a week, or I think two. I come back and get hit with this problem and realize that I was just wasting tons of time and energy trying to knock down a wall that was just not going to move. You can't change other people's behaviors, especially when uh, it's been long, deep-seated behavior. All you can do is what you can do. And I wouldn't have had that perspective if I didn't step out. And I learned that perspective watching another organization have a similar problem that wasn't directly related to me. So had I have not been involved in this other organization, I would have spent more and more hours, wasted more and more hours volunteering for my organization, exceeding the hours I was supposed to get paid for, and donating them for a cause that had no outcome, no, pot, no potential to fix. This is why you need to think through your hours. This is why you need to think through your systems, fix your behavior, and get to the place where you're not volunteering for the organization you work for or the organization you lead. Volunteer for other things, but get your work so efficient that you can do that. And that is the lesson that I learned on that canoe trip, and I hope that helps you as you think through. Remember, your time is valuable, so don't waste it. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.